Okay, hi Dumpster Divas, we are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive. It is Friday, happy Friday to everyone. Hope everyone's enjoying the new Taylor Swift album. <laughs> I hate her. <laughs> I don't hate her, she's not my favorite. <laughs> but um, hope that found you well. And after you listen to that, I hope you listen to this. So, <laughs> I'm joined by Kix. Uh, Kix, hi. Hello. Hi. I wasn't gonna comment because you didn't bring me in yet, but um, um, I should never say I hate anyone. No I don't hate for. anyone. I've come around. I've actually, I've actually turned a corner with her. I, I do care more than I've cared in the past about her. Okay. Um. See, I, I care still less. won't be listening. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, Hunter, who is listening to this, I'm sorry. Yeah, we <laughs> corresponded we today because your ride or die but um i don't think people ask for this album and i don't think people really care to i don't know in taylor's defense no but in taylor's defense if beyonce did this we would be freaking out yeah because that's beyonce i know but taylor is beyonce to people not to me not to (laughs) most of the people I trust and love, but <laughs> she is, she well, is, she is that for a lot of people. Like they, people hang on her every word. Yes, they think, they do. That, they think mean, that she's very like, I, calculated. I think it, we do and, have a lot of Swifties that we love and trust. So I want to take that back from you. <laughs> no, I, I think the majority, I've, I've, we have very minimal amount of Swifties in our, in our circle. Yeah. In our circle, I have like a bunch of people I went to school with are Swifties, if you will. Okay. I mean, so sorry, girls. Sorry, girls. Well, I'm not sorry. They're, they got a new <laughs> album, so I hope they're having a great Friday. But I hope that they yes. bop, they bopped over to this too. Um, yes. We have a very big episode today because we are uh, co-hostless. We got a lot to cover. We're covering uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta, the premiere of that, the finale of Real Housewives of Potomac, as well mm-hmm. as just another psychotic episode of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. <laughs> wow, a lot. It yes. And There's a lot of great, great television this week. Yeah, a lot. And I, I do um, want to talk a little bit about kind of like our schedule moving forward. So um, next week we have a two-part episode of Bachelor coming. Um, mm-hmm. In addition to three franchises still again next week. <laughs> and in addition we to could, that, yeah. we, co- we did commit to covering... Um, 12 dates of Christmas with one of our best friends, Rachel Belter or Rachel Dibbon now um, on, on the pod. So we might do a short like bonus batch up next week, but I think most Mm -hmm. of our energy is going to be put into housewives and into our fun little holiday episode with Rachel. Oh, for, and for anyone who doesn't know, um, 12 dates of Christmas is this awful, crazy, so fucking good. It's made by the producers of uh, Love is Blind, and it's on HBO Max. Uh, I highly suggest watching it. Uh, the premise... Think Bachelor in Paradise, but holiday themed. It's literally yes. exactly it literally like Yes, yes. Yeah. For the most part, yes. Yeah. Um, And it's a wild ride. And it's clearly yeah, not filmed really in Christmas time. And I just got to the episode where they bring their <laughs> the person they picked home for Christmas. And... um. <laughs> And it's so clearly filmed like in May and they're just like, it's Christmas. Yeah. What? I mean, what a fun time. You get to have Christmas twice a year. You get to 
kiss people on national television. Right. So the, you so, have to introduce your parents to someone you actively don't want to see after the show. Right. Well, the premise it is... It was a holiday miracle. Right. The premise <laughs> is that um, instead of like getting engaged like they do in a Bachelor franchise, uh, the premise is they get to pick one person to bring home to their families. And so people circulate yes. through the castle. You heard me correct. A castle is where they are. It's a castle. In Austria. And then uh, remind our listeners who the... Um, or I guess inform our listeners who the host is. The host is Natasha Rothwell. Oh, and by host, I mean the voiceover presence. Voice, yeah. She's not actually there, which makes me think that they filmed it. Like, do you think they filmed it in quarantine? I think they did. Yeah, because or it's, it's so... not quarantine. Well, we, I don't it... want to get too much into it because yeah, I, yeah, I do well... want, I encourage everyone to watch it. Yeah, it's, it's really great. Crazy. And it the, and it'll get you in the holiday season, S Z N, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um and then we'll discuss next week. Yeah. Uh so yeah, check it out. That episode will be in replace of our bachelor episode uh on next Sunday. Once again, uh we'll have a little batch episode throughout the week at some point where Kix and I just talk about what happened um in the two episodes. We're just heading towards the part of Bachelor where there's like not a lot to cover because like it's all just sappy just relationships. Of, it's serious. Yeah. So it's serious. And uh, let us know what you know what you want us to cover in the new year. We're definitely going to keep covering Atlanta, and we're definitely going to keep covering Salt Lake City. Potomac will be gone by the new year, probably with reunions and everything. The, they're going to tell us to cover the challenge, which I'm um, started this week, the new season. Correct. Yeah. Um, I and I'm, I've never watched before and I think I'm going to watch. Okay. I, I would cover the challenge. I don't, do you think that there are people that watch that, that listen to this? I shout out Loco who's listening. She loves the challenge. I know. <laughs> but, I have like, like, I a friend that does I do too. We should just mention it, that challenge listeners, you are not forgotten. You're not. And I, yes. And I've had my journey with the challenge in quarantine. I'm currently watching the season two. I, I really love the show. What I'm thinking about starting the new year and something I kind of want to bounce off um, our listeners and you kicks is starting a Patreon in the new year where we do deep dives on shows that we don't really have time to cover or shows that we also Absolutely. don't want to necessarily label as trash like you know i don't feel comfortable covering drag race uh not being a drag queen i don't want to edit people's drag when i've never done drag or know much about that except just watching the show and also i don't think drag is trash so i don't want to cover that there yeah but i would love to do deep dives on shows so uh that's something to kind of think about for the new year that's, if you have shows yes. that you really want us to talk about um niche shows that are your favorite from now and before let us know um okay cool so we're gonna take a quick break and jump into all of our recaps once again we are recapping uh atlanta potomac and salt lake city uh in that order does that sound good sure great cool so we're gonna take a break and we'll talk to you guys in one second okay and we are back uh with our recaps of all of the shows on right now. Oh my God, what a week to be alive as a Bravo fanatic. (laughs) Oh, it was so good. Sunday was such a nice night for me. It curled up on the couch. My roommate isn't here right now. And I love you. I love you, Gerald. I just, I miss him a lot because he is my like TV partner, but it, it was nice to just like, I felt like I was like at a hotel, like curled up under the covers watching like all of these live shows on, I just watched for like two and a half hours. It was a really big night. Yeah, because Atlanta because, was an hour so, long, and then Potomac was an hour and a half long, and yes. then 
Um, of and course, I watched Watch It. Up it went through. That. I went through so many different emotions. Like uh, with watching Potomac, I was so angry, laughing, happy, and then watching Atlanta, I was like so emotional. It. We'll get into it. Of course, it was just like it, it was a whirlwind of emotions, like through the whole evening. Um, but it was yeah. Wow. Yeah, great. And then Salt Lake was fantastic last night. So I want to start with uh, Atlanta. So Kix is going to kind of guide us through the episode on Atlanta and uh, just chat about everything that happened. So the episode opens, which I thought was really cool. I Okay, all in all, this episode was very interesting, very emotional for many different reasons. And... I liked how it was produced, like the opening of them, like walking into the recording or filming studio, doing their um, their interviews was like such a moment because it's funny. I saw a meme today and it was like me watching OC during pandemic, like watching them during the pandemic versus me watching Atlanta going through a pandemic. And it's like the Atlanta season that we're watching is so recent. Mm-hmm. that like I'm enjoying from the first episode I'm enjoying it because it's still unfortunately it's still like our now you know it's like we're still in masks we're still social distancing but we can move about a little bit yeah so I, I don't know I just, it was all in all, like, it still was six months ago like it feels more recent than it was June was <laughs> six true, months ago yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's like we're used to I don't, this season of Potomac is a year. We're watching it like right. year. But it would have been year six by- months. No, but it would have been six months ish if they like air- they adhered to their initial airing schedule. Because remember, it was supposed yeah, to air in true. April, and then it mm. got postponed to August because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it usually runs like a six to seven month like um time frame like with between filming because Atlanta Candy was on Danny Pellegrino's podcast Everything Iconic and she was talking about how they're still filming Atlanta. Oh wow. Yeah. Um but I just appreciated so much that they gave such a platform to talk about Black Lives Matter, talk about George Floyd, talk about Breonna Taylor, talk about everything that's been going on since George Floyd's death and of course it's been happening before and still is going on but watching it on camera these black women going to protests and talking about it and getting emotional and fighting for their truly fighting for their lives it was just it's such a different tone than we've ever seen before on Housewives yeah I agree and it's it and we don't deserve these women they're beautiful no they're strong they they just like are so smart funny Mm -hmm. like if you're not watching atlanta i just like don't know what to tell you it's like what do what do you need to be convinced of like it's just like yeah and once again i i kind of posted something about this on instagram but like there are people that i know that like still come up with the excuse where they they're just like well i only watch beverly hills and oc i know some people that that those are the two they've watched and i'm like why are you limiting like, yourself to such worst ones yeah why are you limiting <laughs> yourself to such a boring catalog of television like right. there's so much more in 
like the East Coast, honestly, than there is in the West, you know? Truly, truly. Potomac, yeah, Atlanta, and-, and New York are the best. And we do not deserve these the beautiful women of color that we are blessed with in both Potomac and Atlanta. They they are they're rock stars. It's crazy. <laughs> It's crazy to me that OCs still fucking on. It's kind of like the best. No, no, no. But it's kind of like the biggest, like the best way to get OCs like comeuppance is by having Atlanta mm -hmm. air at the same time and be like, and be like, be like, look how fucking good these women are compared to them. Like I've like they're like, no, no, no. Let's leave OC on and Atlanta so everyone can see (laughs) where the real the real I know moment is. There's also, I, there's something else I really appreciate the episode in a whole is them talking about weight. Yeah. And I know that's kind of odd to say. And again, in, in we're looking at OC where that was, has been such a plot line for Shannon in the past. And it's like, I'm obese because of Vicky. <laughs> and it's like, they're all of them talk about it. They're like, yeah, I gained weight. And Cynthia is walking around in like a, the most revealing outfit I've ever seen in my life. Her titties are, as she says, <laughs> titty scent. Yeah. So are literally popping out. Right. Cynthia throws the fuck. No, Cynthia throws a socially distanced uh, lunch outside of her house. <laughs> With, yes, sorry with, again. I'm not with I'm Marlo, leading this episode. I'm not doing it in order. We'll we'll just say you're not leading. <laughs> okay. <laughs> with Marlo, uh, Cynthia, and Candy. And um Cynthia is wearing I don't really even know how to describe it. Is it like is it like sexy Carol Baskins? Like what is like the I would say like a swimsuit cover up was her choice. But it but it was and no shade to anyone's quarantine pounds. We've all, we've all, I, I'm there. Like, I, like, I get it. I'm there. But, um, she, what was a, what was a Serape is now a bodycon dress. <laughs> but that's what, like, I'm saying is and that like, they it, don't. Also, it cut, for they, those who don't know, it cuts down just almost to her vagine. <laughs> but then there's straps in it so it's like it was intended to be open neck yeah and then she re- refers to herself as titty scent <laughs> yes and then Marla- but yeah i mean again i say i want to be clear that I, I they're talking about their weight in such a way of like this happened because of xyz and some of them aren't even talking about it because they're like yeah i gained weight and it yeah. just because you know and I know that sounds weird to say maybe to some of the listeners, but it's like important to see these like real beautiful, stunning, successful women be like, yeah, this is what I look like yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not that big of a deal. I, and it is to, as we see in the next scene, it is to Kenya, which is her journey in itself. But you know what I mean? Well, I, I before we get to Kenya, we can't, not talk about Marlo. Marlo shows up. Oh my god! Of course, Marlo shows up all fully wrapped up in a shield, a mask, and she has <laughs> a thermometer. Good for her. <laughs> she has a thermometer and a tape, and a tape measure. measure. She's measuring how far <laughs> they can be. She's like, she's we are six not feet. six feet apart. <laughs> and Cynthia's like, well, how far apart? She said, not six feet. <laughs> yeah, I. God damn it. Honestly, work. Why can't we have Marlo be like carry a peach? It's so upsetting. Yeah, I really, there has to be a reason why. I know. I think I'm right about my Obviously. theory. But there has to be something deep. Maybe you're right. 
Yeah. Maybe she also doesn't want it. I don't know. Who? She's just so good. <laughs> In the words of Pat Regan, she actively like found children to like bring on to the show oh for her storyline. Yes. Yes. <laughs> She's so committed. She is. God, I love her so much. Some of these girls are not committed. No. She doesn't even have a peach and she's so committed. Right. OC. Like, what are they doing in OC? In, in Atlanta, we're finding children to be our children. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to say that I'm upset about how few housewives there are. Speaking of Marla not yeah, having a peach. Yeah. Right, so we have five wives, but then we have all these other characters. So, like, I know that Shamia is going to be in the season a lot. Uh, Tanya Sam is going to be in the season a lot. Um, there's a new friend of that I don't know her name. She's going to be in the season a lot. And Marlo. So there's, like, four friend ofs and mm-hmm. then five core cast members. And I'm like, why couldn't we give Marlo the peach? I, I think that my assumption is that Nini pulled out very last minute. Mm, it was supposed to be the six point. of them. And Nini pulled out because... Of her contract issues. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's in really July. interesting because that's probably true because they're like, there are photos. I'm like, oh, wait, there's only five of them. Yeah. And in this episode, we, we didn't even meet the other one. Right. Drew Sidora. We didn't even meet in? her yet. She comes in this week. Oh, okay. Great. Um, so we get this. Kenya is really breaking my heart into 5,000 pieces with this, like, uh, dress she's wearing and on top of that with her um the, the the journey with her divorce is really upsetting and her and her daughter yeah. and it's it's just sad because all Kenya has wanted is a family and she just can't seem to get it right wait so I just got a uh I just opened Instagram because we took like a quick pause for technical things and the Kardashians aren't go are not ending they're moving to Hulu what it says the Kardashians are moving to Hulu. The famous family who announced the end of their e-reality show, Keeping, with the Karda- Keeping Up with the Kardashians, just months ago, have revealed that they are moving to Hulu and will create new global content under a multi-year deal. Why? No one asked for I this. Was, no, they I didn't want even them ask gone. for this. I want them gone. They did not, actively did not ask for this. They are all so much more successful than a Hulu reality TV show. I'm sure Hulu is paying them so much fucking money. Uh, just uh, Tom and I, listeners, have tons of ideas, as you heard, will hear on Sunday, about new reality television. Why are we still <laughs> yes, doing the Kardashians? We do. We do. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Well, they know that people will watch. People will watch regardless. Um, well, anyway, so let's get back to uh, the women of Atlanta. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, so we're talking about Kenya. Kenya... She so she's getting a divorce from uh Mark Mark Mike I don't care um Not Mike. <laughs> Daily Mark Mark Daily because Mike Hill Mark Daily yes um and uh, it's just a mess it's sad and mm-hmm. all she wanted was yes. a family it's not happening she's being super candid about her weight gain in the quarantine and I find that so relatable I'm like so happy she's like talking about it mm-hmm. and. I, my heart just breaks for her. I, I, I hope I, I have a feeling she's in a better place now, but it seems that her and Mark are like together again. I mean, that's upsetting based on this episode because they actively, she actively seems, um, upset. <laughs> well, he's actively mean to her. Like it's right. Like, like, awful. and that's what, that's what like Cynthia was saying. She was like, if this man treats her bad, period. Right. 
So, like, if yeah. your girlfriends are seeing it, then it's definitely there. Right. And, yeah, I, I, I really, really hope that she distanced herself from him. But I'm worried that's not going to happen. Uh, but it's, I mean, I do want to talk. Go ahead. I can't imagine having a children, a child, a pretty young child. And then this pandemic, when you are, you split time from New York to Atlanta and then the pandemic happens and you're like, wait, what the fuck am I supposed to do now? Well, he was never in Atlanta. Like she was, no, just, she's I, been a she single mom the whole time. time. Yeah. No, but she's been a single mom the whole time. Like she, all, yeah. all she does is just travel with the baby so mark can see him see her in new york like it's it the whole thing is like so messed up um something i am getting a little concerned about that we're heading towards is i think that i'm gonna turn on cynthia with this wedding stuff i think it's really Mm. fucked up so cynthia yeah yeah cynthia and mike sit down and talk about this wedding that's supposed to be 200 people. And Mike's like, I just want to get married to you. Can it just be the two of us? Like, can we just like go to the courthouse, get married in a park? Like, I don't care who's there. I just mm-hmm. want to get married to you because I love you, which that's so kind. Like, and she receives it as if he is like, I almost like a breakup. Like the way that she receives that information, she's like, no, I want a big wedding. And let's, let us not forget that Cynthia had a huge wedding before and a vow renewal both of which were to Peter, who uh, is a monster. And at their wedding, let's not forget that uh, it was like a 300-person wedding. So she's had her big wedding, and uh, her family tried to hide the marriage license. <laughs> yeah, when they the producers did them dirty, did her dirty in particular, because they like showed the old scenes of like her wedding party being like, this is a bad idea. <laughs> Can you <laughs> like how imagine not only, not only going to a, being like in a wedding party or being the bride and seeing your family, like say that they don't think you should get married right before you walk out there. Not only that, can you imagine also being in front of cameras? So like, you know that not only is this going to be something that you will always keep to yourself, like about your family hating your husband, Mm -hmm. but all of America will actively know that everyone hates your husband. Mm. I don't know how she did it for so long. I would have run, run away brided right out of there. Allegedly right now he owes her like a hundred thousand dollars. A hundred thousand dollars. I did a deep dive on Peter's Instagram recently too. Um, He's opening a new bar in Miami. I don't really have an opinion. (laughs) I have nothing to add to that. (laughs) Yeah, me either. Um, So yeah, we're getting this drama with Cynthia. What else happened? Oh, we get, you know, we get Portia, Portia's arrest. Uh, Portia was arrested for protesting in, um, in Louisville for, Mm -hmm. uh, Brianna Brianna Taylor, Taylor, who I just want to mention um, was murdered about eight months ago today. Um, Mm -hmm. And her, sorry, this is a little dark, deep. I just want to remind everyone that it was eight months ago and here we are with no justice. So I no fucking justice. Black lives matter. Remember, uh, never fucking forget that black lives matter. There's just nothing else to say about it. Yeah. I mean, actually, there's so much more to say about it, but that, but, <laughs> yes, but that yes. short and sweet, like, just remember that, if, especially for the white people that are listening, which is most of the people that are listening. You know? <laughs> I do think that, um, 
like as we're watching OC do iPhone interviews, this was mm-hmm. a perfect time to do iPhone. Like it because <laughs> it was like Portia literally at rallies right before she got arrested. Right. When oh she my was god, you're arrested. so right. Like not like yes, you're absolutely right. Not just like um them sitting in a shower, like FaceTiming a fake like <laughs> right. lunch like, scene. No, like fighting for racial justice. <laughs> right. Like that is that is where the actual iPhone Kelly Dodd should come could from. never. <laughs> No, actively no. <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, that kind of is like the episode. Is there anything else you can think of that you want to talk about before we jump into Potomac? I, I do want to, something on my notes that I do want, there's a couple things. One, Todd is looking incredible with the salt and pepper hair. Period. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> That's not that big of a like shock because he's always been hot. But they also like... I don't know if it's quarantine, but they talk about sex so fucking much. No, that's Candy. And Cynthia. They all talk about sex. Oh, my God. How are we not talking about Cynthia's sex noise under the pillow? (laughs) (laughs) What was it again? It was like, uh, uh. I want to chime in, but mom and dad are definitely listening, so I will not. They can they can just do the thirty second skip ahead. Okay, um, Tim and Marion, skip ahead fifteen <laughs> to forty five seconds. So Tom, what? when a man loves a woman, and they live in an apartment complex or are neck in a room next <laughs> to someone, it's not easy to be silent for the woman because when women. I, you know, you're, you're acting like I don't know what an orgasm is. Like, I understand. I've also lived with women before. I and walked me. in on you having sex. I just, like, felt was her a- pain when she was like, yeah, I had to, like, put a pillow over my head. And I was like, mm. yeah. 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 <laughs> it was so funny. And she though. was like, couldn't deny it. And I was like, honestly, work. This show is so, they're giving us such real... <laughs> Rosh. <laughs> I know it was great, um, but I think we have a great season ahead of us. This is just the beginning. I'm excited for our journey with Atlanta, and yes. very excited to see Portia and Tanya Sam hook up with the stripper. I can't wait. Can't wait. They do um, not do muffle themselves to... under a pillow. So uh, apparently not. No. Do you want to move on to Potomac? Yes. We. Have, I keep forgetting we have so much. We have like two more shows to talk about. We do. We need to keep it moving. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I wrote down that for Potomac that the um. The se- the, so they start so this is the finale uh, it was extra long episode uh, we start with just a recap of the season and I literally was just like glued to the television I'm like I can't believe this much happened in this season truly so much like when we recap when they do like the season recap for Beverly Hills they're like showing Dorit order a crab rangoon like that's like in the supercut like in this At like there's no down <laughs> right there's like no downtime for anything but like actual content like right. Potomac just has delivered on such a level like we just we have so much we don't so much. deserve I just wrote I'm so proud of these women <laughs> I feel though like <laughs> for beating up each other <laughs> I'm a little bit confused. Sometimes I confuse myself on what happened last season and this season because I did like finish all of season four or no, all of Potomac from season three. I guess, wait, <laughs> I mean, What's season happening? three and four. <laughs> what is happening? Three and four in a week. <laughs> I understand. 
<laughs> that was a lot. I don't know why that was so difficult to get out of my I, mouth. I don't know either. <laughs> but well, what are you confused about? I'm saying that I some it runs together. Like Michael Darby uh, I, at the Rainbow shower for Monique was last season. But I like it was hard when they were recapping. I was like, oh, didn't that happen this season? I'm like, no. It was very confusing. <laughs> no. Um, so we get like, uh, the season, the episode's like barreling towards, um, uh, this big party where Robin and Juan are going to get engaged, which is really sweet. And so we yes, just kind of have all these, finally. Like, yes, finally. We, we just have kind of like a lot of these like little scenes about everyone kind of wrapping up their, uh, storylines. Um, so I'm just going to like talk about some of them. And then if you remember one, like we can talk about it, but, um, uh, the big scene that I want to talk about before the party is Michael and Ashley like sit down, they're doing like these baby pictures. And then Michael Ashley tells Michael that this party, this holiday party that they're going to is actually an engagement party for uh, Juan and Robin. And Michael is like, and, and no one knows that like Ashley is informing Michael that Juan is going to propose to Robin. And Michael says like, he's like, uh, Oh, I don't believe that. I don't think that's going to happen. Cause I know things. And it's like, Dude, are you fucking like why? He doesn't know anything. He is He doesn't know anything and why no. why does he But why does he want to br- that of anyone to bring down? Don't bring down Juan. Juan is one of the only people that actually talks to him. Yes, and we see that like, at why the is party. He trying it's to like bring he's him the down. only one that is enjoying his company and it's like this is my dude. This is my bro. All of those things. It's like Michael Darby doesn't know anything. He's just like deflecting the conversation away from him telling Juan that he wants to suck his dick. It's just, it's so disgusting. And like, he is just awful. Like, I just hate him. Talk about someone I actually hate, Michael. Yeah, I literally cannot stand him. And this whole episode, it made it like my feelings even stronger. It's like every single episode that he's in, it's like, oh yeah, I do. I still actively don't like you one freaking bit. No, not one bit. And yeah, we'll 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 get to his behavior at the party. But Ashley was on Watch What Happens Live, and wow, I cannot. I continue to be. I don't know why I'm surprised, but I continue to be surprised about the ways that she defends him. I don't get it. It's she literally sat there on national television, like talking to Andy, being like, "No, I like just defending everything Michael did in this episode, every single thing." And then the, we get, sorry, I'm, I'm famously jumping around, but it's like we get previews of Andy asking him about the video that came out about him grabbing the producer. And Ashley doesn't give a fuck, which makes me so mad. It's like, just because this is your baby daddy, current husband, who cares? That doesn't give you a right. To, you don't have to stay with this man. And the longer no. you stay with this man, the worse it makes you look. <laughs> period like what else is there to, like- i think yeah but i'm starting to think that she's actually crazy and like i think that she actually thinks that he is like her person like i think she i think we've passed the point of contractual agreement of like them staying together so she can get money and ha- get babies like we're past that point like i think like there's a part of her that just like this is actually her person her partner like it's the way crazy. she's doubling down it's literally stockholm it's- syndrome completely it, it, it just <laughs> is so upsetting and it's it's hard to watch it's also a little bit unfortunate that 
Bravo hasn't stepped in in a way of like, this man can't be on television. Or he cannot be mic'd up. He cannot be at these parties. I mean, he's assaulting people. Sexually assaulting people. Verbally or, assaulting people as we saw today. Yes. Or, yeah. Uh, I just don't get, I like, there's nothing about him that I understand why Ashley finds him attractive. No. I in the first season he was on, I like got it a little bit. It's like he's like has daddy vibes, probably takes care of her. Like when someone takes care of you, they Im- immediately become attractive. Like I think that like like I can see I can see how the initial attraction was there, but now he is like just like beer-bellied, red-faced, like bug-eyed sexual assault-ist predator. <laughs> would be the word you're looking for. <laughs> yes. It's just like, <laughs> what the fuck are we watching? Like, <sighs> Well, before we get to the party, a couple other little things that happened. We get a scene of Karen. She's off to go to HSN to sell LaDom, even though she just had her, her wig party. <laughs> it's too much. Her LaDom lifestyle, I think is what she's trying to put together. Yes. Wigs and perfumes. Um, and she talks about on HSN, they show a clip of her talking about how you got to spray behind your knees to keep your husband around. <laughs> do you think that works it is like something that people always say about perfume and i'm ultimately confused do you think it's like because like sexually like they can i feel like it's so old school i'm just like picturing like a guy like like, maybe maybe pulling down their legs (laughs) and like (laughs) Rubbing your stocking hand up your leg and <laughs> sniffing the perfume on your kneecap. It's like, <laughs> like, do you think it's in an effort to make your coochie smell nice? No. If you want to make your coochie smell nice, you don't you put perfume fucking near it. <laughs> what happens if you put perfume in your cooch? And then it smells like coochie and perfume. <laughs> <laughs> do they have like coochie deodorant? it's supposed to smell how it smells you don't put anything in it on it i i the way you said it though was like that you were like you don't put perfume there you put oh like i thought you were like like gonna say something no like it's actively bad for you be gay (laughs) (laughs) um no so uh we also get the scene with robin and juan at therapy that really really made me cry i like literally had a tear when juan was like apologizing and being and then he was and just saying how proud he was of robin i'm like this is heartbreaking they've come a long way i'm really proud of them their relationship is something that is so at, at first it was so weird because it's like why is this we get we got why she was still living with him because he's taught as shit but it's like right. now i fully understand why they're still together and now engaged it's like they like genuinely love each other love each other and i don't know it's like i don't they're not a, like a couple we've ever seen i feel like on housewives no I think they may be like the only couple that's gotten better, like have their relationship has gotten better via yeah. the show. Yeah, that's a good point. Because like it really, really has. Think, yeah, I think they are it. Like Robin's like first season, like they were like, why the hell they were like are barely you barely cohabitating? Your... Yeah, they were barely yeah. together. Yeah. I do want Robin to figure out her financial issues. 
<laughs> also, there's so many um, accounts, like Bravo accounts, that have been posting about ordering uh, the embezzled. Oh, no. <laughs> Tom. Wait, what is it called? Embellished. Embellished, <laughs> Embellished. hats. And yeah. she's been like emailing everyone being like, you won't be receiving hats this holiday season. Like they can't yes. produce them. <laughs> so if anyone wanted to buy me a Christmas gift, don't buy don't. me an embellished it's hat because that. it won't get here in time. Oh, <laughs> Although I would have liked Robin. one. I don't feel that bad for her. I don't like either. she needs to figure that out. <laughs> like be a better businesswoman. It's just not and really surprising. <laughs> it isn't surprising, but it's just like there was no need to make the hats. No. Okay. I'm not going to defend this hat because I've been I've been riding and You've dying for this hat. Defending the hat. So just for like the listener, Kix is wearing three uh, embellished hats right now. One on and each shoulder shirt. and then one on her head. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I no, I I love the idea that it's like great for black women's hair. I think that's yeah. a fantastic business model. I, I have no I, I think sometimes you think that I'm shading things like when I say something like I'm not shading that it just overall like overall, it's a bad business model. Bad business woman. <laughs> it's right. not a like, bad business. She's just a bad no. business woman. It's not a great business. It's such a small <laughs> product. It, it's not a bit. It's not a business. It's an Etsy store. Like that's what it is. Like well, here's the thing. It's like we shaded Dorinda for having an Etsy store and then opening a website. But now we're shading Robin for having a website but not opening an Etsy store. No, I'm shading Dorinda because she has an Etsy store with 5,000 products that all say the same phrase. On it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like, make it nice on a hat. Make or it nice clip. on a thong. Make it nice on a chip <laughs> Not <clip>. a thong. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, do we want to talk about the party? This took yeah. up like pretty much thir- like 30 plus minutes of the episode. I have like, I have like, if you look at my notes, I have truly like, this is all just party. You said I took no notes on it, Potomac or Atlanta. <laughs> I know. I took them on my computer. I forgot. Okay, great. Because I have notes on my I computer. Notes, and then this was my, these were my notes. So you can't see them. I can't see. It's yeah. not a lot. Um. Wait, so the party, I thought that, okay, for the parties, I thought this was a very cute party. Like, it I was lit. The, the holiday decor was great. I thought everyone dressed very well. Mm-hmm, Giselle mm-hmm. didn't look Giselle bad. Great. I do what I think. Um, I liked, sorry, I'm saying thing because I think Candace has worn this dress before, which I'm kind of here for. Yeah, who cares? It's so annoying. That's, when they what, have to, I, like... that's what I'm saying. Of course, I'm bringing it up because it's like making a deal about it. But I do think she's worn it before, which I like. Yeah, no, I know. I agree with she's you. She's like, bitch, I spent money on this. I'm going to wear it again. <laughs> yeah. Candace is going to be singing her song. What is it called? I I see you. I, I see you remix. I don't know. Remix. I kind of like the song, guys. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think it's a bop. I have heard better songs. Actively, once a day, I've heard a song that's better than it. I've. <laughs> I, I know that, but I've heard many worse on these shows. You're right. Out of the song shows, it's um, on the top three. Yeah. Um, Wait, so we get this drama with Karen um, not being there because she says that her flight got delayed. And did you see that on Instagram, she posted a video of her at the airport? Yes. 
She's like, <laughs> she is coming with receipts. As we see in the episode, she's literally sending people screenshots of like, here is proof that I didn't, I invited Candace to come later. Here is proof now on Instagram that I did, my flight did get delayed. It's like, okay. Yeah, I, I, Karen, <laughs> you're you're no, making... I, I'm here for it though, because people want to bring Karen down, but Karen's like, I'm not doing anything shady. I will say the more that she talks about it, the less convinced I am though. You know, it's like, if you're going to tell... You can tell a lot of time when people are lying because they make, they talk so much about it. Right. It's if she was like, yeah, my, unfortunately my flight got delayed because of like mechanical issues. It would have been more believable than her sitting there for 30 minutes talking about got mechanical issues. We had to de-ex de- It's just, yeah, it was too much. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it, it, I mean, obviously it was too much, but Karen's <laughs> too much. That, yeah, that's her brand. Right. Um, so Candace starts singing the song and there's no music. And I was so scared for her that this is going to be what we were going to be dealing with. I'm scared a little for dis- her, but happy, scared for her, but happy for me. Like That's I wanted I it to say. be more of that. Like, you know, I was disappointed. The music did start. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I famously like when people fail. <laughs> so brutal. That's so brutal. I just really enjoy a trip, a uh, a vocal crack. Um, it just really tickles me. <laughs> Call me a bad person, but uh, <laughs> but your podcast is called Dumpster bad... Dive after all. It is. It is your podcast too, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Our <laughs> podcast, but no, the party I think was um, fantastic. I loved Wendy's outfit. And yes, her, looks so cute. Part, her husband's outfit. Eddie. They look so cute. I, I just love, love the them. them. I want them to okay. come back next season. Do you think they will? Mm-hmm. I think they will. Good. I kind of was attracted to Chris Stillard in this episode. Me too. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I like was like a little like tingly. <laughs> Him and, I think, his, him and his suit with that beard like he looks yeah, good he looks great and i would let him touch my chest like he touched michael's yeah so let's get into push that me a around little bit a little because bit. i do want to talk about that so michael drunkenly so candace comes at karen in an aggressive way just talking really loudly at a party because everyone's drinking michael overhears and then michael goes to candace's husband chris hot chris and chris chris yeah there's two chris's there's okay, chris I, dillard and chris that, samuels like, chris samuels no chris um and chris touches his chest and kind of like is like dude you gotta back the fuck off yeah and then michael bug-eyed like literally looks like he just did a fucking like 10 a billion bucket. lines of cocaine a bucket wait, wait, wait. of cocaine but what we what we need to talk about though is the the producers are genius because the whole the whole um party they're doing cuts to Michael doing shots cuts to Michael talking yeah. he's talking to another guy being like you you're a handsome guy yeah I'm not gay but you're handsome do you yeah. see that scene? and they're literally just and then like he was apart. talking and then he was talking to Juan and he was like can't wait for our bachelor party in Vegas and by we I mean just you and me and then we're gonna go to the strip clubs and then he did this like full on like joker laugh he was like he like and it's his eyes so just creepy. got huge it was frightening 
the like, producers are like... trying to get him kicked off i think because they're trying to like film everything he does and everything he says because they're like this man is going to once again touch someone on camera inappropriately right they're i don't think they're gonna get rid of him they're not I getting think rid that, of Ashley. No, I think that they're petty enough to be like, he assaulted my friend. So, like, we're going to show his horrible antics. Right. Well, so, yeah. So, once again, so Chris is pushing Michael back. And Michael's like, you're going to go to jail. I'm going to get you to go to jail. I'm going to call my lawyers and get you to go to jail. And, like, it's like, and he was talking. So, he he first he was saying that to Candace. And it's like, I just don't think that as a old white man we need to be pointing at black women and telling them that we're going to put them in jail it's inappropriate especially mm. when you're married to a black woman unless you literally saw them shoot someone in the face like that then sure <laughs> it's inappropriate like why like you can't just throw words around like that i know that candace is throwing words around like that herself but like it's it's just not your place at all michael um so yeah, so then he is just on a rampage and then he's like running around the party trying to get to producers. He gets to producers. He's like, he Jesus. goes, we, we've never seen well, the producer something, room. No, something I want to mention before we get too ahead of ourselves is that Ashley screaming at Candace, being like, right. your husband touches, like my husband just like you laid hands on Monique. Like she says something like that. Did you catch that? Yeah. She got so Which, pissed for a second. And I'm like, bitch, because she literally just hears Michael Darby go, he pushed me. He pushed me. But if you're looking is, at it, objectively, I don't think that's what he happened. didn't push him. <laughs> no, he said back off. And then like Michael was egging him on. So he did put put his hand on him. But like, but he did, I'm I not thinking when the, I hear the word push, I'm like literally shut. Right. No, he was just like step back. And like he wasn't. So he had yeah. to like keep pushing him back. Yep. Um, so Michael like finds his way into like the producer's closet with everyone and is mm-hmm. like chewing them out being like, I- I'm assuming he's trying to get footage removed like in that moment. I just think he's being a dick ass swad. Or trying to get footage from them maybe like to prove in court that like he was assaulted. I don't know. And yeah, Ashley gets really pissed, rightfully so. I just, I don't. I can't stand it anymore. Like with Ashley getting mad because it's like, you don't care. Period. You don't care. You're going to get mad tonight. And then here we are a year later at the reunion and you're better than ever. Yeah. It, it, yeah. They went to the Bahamas. As we see in their title card, they get to go to the Bahamas the next day and everything's fine. It's like, what the fuck? Everything's fine. I, I don't I really don't understand. Yeah, it, it it was it was a mess. It was a cra- it was for a crazy season to wrap up on a crazy event that no one saw coming. I mean, it was it was pretty epic. Right. And I like it was so they were also so happy. It was such a lovely evening. Right. Of we didn't even it, talk about like, the proposal. <laughs> yeah, I mean like the biggest thing that happened other than that was Right. Juan proposing which of course Michael Darby made it about himself and was like he's not gonna propose I know things wait so the proposal though I do want to talk about the proposal a little bit because Wendy has the cutest reaction (laughs) to the proposal she's just like screaming it was so sweet they were all so excited Uh, Wendy and Robin are the cutest friends because you can tell that they're like new friends that yeah. just like want to hang out constantly. 
Yeah, that's so that is so true. They just like yeah, like I'm, I'm, each I'm other loving... and like are, think each other are funny. And yeah, I'm loving them. Yeah, I love it. Great. Well, um, that kind of wraps up the uh, Potomac episode. We get like title card. What's happening now? Can you hear that? Yeah. Oh, sorry. It's so sensitive. Sorry. Um, so that kind of wraps up the Potomac uh, episode. We get our title cards and everyone. And our last title card ends on Monique laughing about how she like essentially like is the TikTok meme. They're like, I'd do it again. That, you know, <laughs> TikTok meme. No. The TikTok meme where, she, where they're like, <laughs> Where it's like, I, I'm really sad. I was like talking to my dad about Trump today. Oh, yes. And he's a Trump supporter. And I just feel bad. Like, he, like it's this like sob story about someone and their family being a Trump supporter. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, so I punched him in the face. <laughs> and, then he right. goes, and I do it again. So my point is Monique essentially said that. <laughs> about Candace. She holds no remorse, which is upsetting. It is. I just wish... I don't, they're never going to get over this. And yeah, next season, I like, again, I think that they will both be on the next season. And I just I don't know how we're going to move on from this conversation. Yeah. I, I think that Candace or Monique will bow out, but I heard they all got offers. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we got reunions coming at us. Very excited about that. What and, is three uh, or four parts? Three parts. Three parts. It's a lot of parts. The usual parts. I know. I just like. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of content they have to cover. I know. I know. Well, what um, Andy said so, it was like 11 hours. They filmed for 11, 12 hours. Right. I mean, that, that, that's like kind of. He always says that. And it's like, you always say that. Right. <laughs> like, like the reunions always go that long. Like that's not like a new thing. Like the reunions are always 12 hours film like like sessions. God, that must be so fucking exhausting. <laughs> but you remember there are like there's downtime, there's like changing camera film, there's like lunch, there's touch-ups, there's things like that. So mm-hmm. I feel like the day is long, but I think that there there's it's not just screaming for 12 hours, you know? Yeah. But it has to be a long day for Andy to host. I can't imagine hosting for 12 hours. Right. And having to say, like, he stays so mentally. He's so good about, like, remembering things. Like, like he can combat someone and be like, well, that's not what you said in the season. You know, things like that. It's like, I don't know how you could do that for, you know, 10 hours. And he literally just has no cards. Right. <laughs> yeah. They're getting, they're, they're now asking for actual tweets. Because have you ever heard the drama how people think that, like, the reunion questions like like stephanie from uh Mid-Part, arizona asks vicky uh did you uh cheat on brooks <laughs> you know, it's like it's like vicky it's like what's her face from arizona didn't write that question like i but they're now actually outsourcing the questions they're like they because he's been posting on twitter for people to tweet questions about all the reunions they're filming right now oh wow um so It'll They're be filming good. the Southern Charm reunion today, which I don't know why. <laughs> there's only been six. There's only been six episodes of the show. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's been pretty short. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. So we're gonna move on to Salt Lake City. We are gonna take a quick little break before we get to that, so you guys can take a moment to breathe. I know we're talking about a lot, and we'll be back in one second. <laughs>
Okay, and we are back uh, with one more little recap on uh, the Housewives of Salt Lake City. Uh, once again, a stellar episode of Bravo content. Again, right? Mm-hmm. These women are... <laughs> Every week, I just continue to be baffled by the insanity that is this fucking city we're watching. They're giving us truly everything they got. Everything they have inside of us, inside of them, they're giving it to us. And God is good because God knew, and I'm not a holy, I'm not a godly person, but God knew that COVID was going to happen. So God told Andy that we need to make a franchise in Salt Lake City in mid-2019. And he said, okay, God. And then uh, they started (laughs) filming it. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes. Not not G-A-W-D, G-O-D. And this this is our our Lord and Savior. Yes, of course. Not yes, God. <laughs> Capital G. And uh, they delivered. I mean, it's it's just so good. So we, we start with this this dinner. I said dinner. Sorry, it's not dinner. Uh, lunch. At- it's again, it's probably 12. It, we're probably at 1 p.m. Yeah. Do we think we could get Valter on the pod? <laughs> I think we could. <laughs> that would be kind of lit. But um, we don't. We start the episode mid dinner. Mid lunch. Mid lunch. and uh mary and jen are at it again and uh fighting about like what are we fighting about i I wrote that down fighting about the fact that jen's not saying sorry for calling her grandpa motherfucker no i know but like the the fight has just evolved to so many other things that i just at this point don't even understand what it's about right i would rather just mary go will what i'm mad about is you called me a grandpa motherfucker Right. And said she didn't say any of those words. Did we clock? Any- did we clock af- while they're fighting that Jen Shaw says, wait, where is it in my notes? Jen Shaw says to um to Mary when she said when when something happened, she said, and it took the legs out from under me. Yes, she said that. <laughs> I clocked that. So, so what? What I, I have to understand now? We're talking about the fact that your mother, you called her grandma, grandpa, motherfucker, <laughs> but you have to squeeze in there that your aunt got her legs amputated. No, no, no. That's you're, that's not even the point I'm going to make. My point is, oh. <laughs> my point is, you're going to tell me that it is so awful for Mary to mention that you smelled like you came from a hospital, and now you're making light of the fact that your aunt has no legs. I don't get it. Did she mean? Did she mean that? Like, did she mean she to do it? She must have not. In I'm that convinced way? that she did not. Because it was so. There's. No, I poetic. think it's a horrible coincidence. Just to recap, the listeners at home, uh, Jen's aunt has no legs. <laughs> That's why she smells like hospital because she was getting her legs removed. And yeah. <laughs> It's, I laugh because, no, I was going to say laugh so I don't cry, but I'm laughing because I'm laughing. (laughs) It's just crazy. It's just crazy. It's a crazy thing that she said that because I really, really, really don't think that she intended to correlate that in that moment with her aunt getting her legs amputated. Right. I I hope, I hope not. (laughs) I hope for her aunt's sake. As well, <laughs> something that is happening to me is I'm starting to like Lisa. 
we are getting more of Lisa in this episode than we have. Like we're getting her family. But I'm liking like I, I find her to be very grounded and I find her to be very like um aware of the show that she's filming, but she's not like too she came across very weird in the beginning, like she was trying too hard. There I don't know if she just settled into it a little bit more, but this episode I really am liking her. And then I saw her on Watch What Happens Live. Really liked her there. She just seems more normal than I thought. I definitely agree. I mean, she's so incredibly normal, but she's like elevated because she's rich and has a like classic rich person voice. Like, oh my God. Yeah. When she's like talking to her son, she's like, Henry, that's awesome. That's so awesome. It's like, (laughs) what the fuck? Um, wait, so another big reveal of the episode is that we get the information that Whitney Rose is 30, which is my age. Yes, that's crazy. That's shocking. Granted, Ashley Darby she- was 29 when she came on Potomac. So it, like, yeah. But just the idea of me sitting at dinner, at, excuse me, lunch. <laughs> with, yes, careful. With like eight. 40 to 60 year old women like talking about drama yeah. like I, I just can't imagine being involved in that social circle granted once again she like has children and like is a wife and like kind of runs in the same circle she's but, all, like, I, yeah I mean she's, she runs in the same circle because Heather's her cousin so yeah but the dinner the oh my god <laughs> the lunch <laughs> the fight at the lunch ends on Mary talking about how She's scared of convenience stores when black people are yeah, there. What the fuck? Why is this being? I feel like Jen is just like bringing up everything so she can look better. But the fact that like she Congrats. also did it's it working because she looks like, better because Mary looks like a fucking monster. Yeah. She also was like, I never she never said like, that's not what I meant. She was like, yeah, I said that. Yeah, I know. Mary was just like. Yeah, I don't I don't like to go in. And then in the interview, she was like, she was like, I have a thing with hospitals. I have a thing with black people at convenience stores. It's like, what is happening? Like, I wrote that so many times in my notes. Like, what is is happening? Okay, speaking of what's happening, I see when she is walking down the hallway of her house, (laughs) talking to her grandfather, who happens to be her husband, and they're like making jokes and she jumps. Did you catch her jumping off the stairs and doing like a <laughs> pose in front of the mirror? I, d- I, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know why it took me back. It like took me aback so much. It's mm-hmm. just like she's just like this weird little like schmiegel creature. <laughs> very. That, like, she's very schmiegel. Is bopping around the world and is jumping off of stairs and posing in front of big mirrors next to her husband slash grandfather and also they have like a in they have a live-in nurse that they call the housekeeper it's just too much yeah and then did you notice that the housekeeper brought in a tray that had oatmeal and fruit on it wrapped okay they're in the kitchen it was like saran wrap no i know but let's not forget mary is in the kitchen She's in the kitchen so, talking to... Yeah, like, where is this food coming from? Right. Did she just, like, microwave it in the garage? Like, I, where... Like, there's no way they have two kitchens. Also, why are they only filming in their kitchen? Do you notice every scene 
of Mary in yes. her house. She's in the kitchen. Only kitchen. Like, is the rest of the house like a mess? Disaster? Also, why is her grandfather in PJ pants? Was something that else that really bothered me. I think the PJ <laughs> pants are the least of our worries in the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> it, okay, but to be totally honest, it did like so later in the episode, you see her and Heather go to dinner. And again, once again, we're seeing Heather just being the better person. She's like, yeah, Mary was angry and called me two faced in the moment. But like that, that wasn't even an issue. She was just like, whatever. She was angry, sure. And then they're at dinner, like <laughs> wait, talking. And wait, speaking of that dinner, though, before you get into the deep stuff, did you notice that when Mary said, "No, I don't want, I don't want club soda. It affects my ovaries." Did I notice it? <laughs> yes, I did notice it. I also noticed the fact that she is like sixty-five. So sweet, baby Mary. Mary's not sixty-five. Mary is. How 60- old is she? she's in her 50s 65 okay girlfriend what the fuck you gonna like are you trying to have another baby first of all no i think she was trying to educate the waitress on club soda that she shouldn't be consuming for her ovaries also like if you think about anatomy even as i'm talking to a man right now regardless like you're when you drink water it doesn't go into yeah, you can't, your... You, I know. I'm, I'm excited you're excited, but you can't lean back and then move because it's oh, all right, I hear sorry, is sorry, t-shirt. Sorry. Go into anatomy again. So, okay, anatomy-wise, when you're drinking something, regardless of if it's wine, club soda, water. Right, it doesn't go it's to your ovaries. Sitting, it doesn't go to your ovaries. It wouldn't go to, like, your testicles. Like, that's just not how things I, work. I know. Things do go <laughs> to your bloodstream, though. Okay, but it's water. I, I know. I, I'm just saying, like, when you consume things, they go to your bloodstream that do affect other parts of your body. That is how anatomy works. Oh, fine. <laughs> but I'm just saying, that it, it doesn't make any sense <laughs> that club soda would... Like, obviously, no one... Like, we don't pee out of our ovary. <laughs> no. But I just, like, love Heather so much, and she's just like, that's whatever. <laughs> Wait, can we talk about... Okay, so there is a scene in this week's episode that... I have, I have not, I'm, I don't know if I've ever identified so much with a scene on Housewives until this moment. Heather is in uh, the kitchen. We're in a lot of kitchens this episode with uh, her kids talking about just like their week and they were talking about going to church. And Heather's youngest daughter, who is a fucking ham, and I literally see myself in her. She's and so great. Heather has just like such a nice, she, she seems like the best mom. And she has like yeah. such a great dialogue with the kids about church and like, if it's something they want to do, like they can go. If it's not, they don't have to. And Heather says, <laughs> Heather goes to like all the kids. She's like, no, 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 I don't think we'll go to church tomorrow. And like, unless you want to go. And the youngest daughter's like, no, I mean, no, I mean, if you don't, I mean, I, I, I absolutely, no, 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 it's fine. Yeah, yeah, let's sleep. And I, and I was like, I have literally done that so many times as a kid. And I was like, I do not yes. want to wake up and go to church in the morning when we were growing up and like yes. jump on the second that there was an excuse that we didn't have to go. Right. No shade to like religion if that's, you know, where people are in their spiritual journey. Just like as a kid, sometimes you just want to like, like I remember being so jealous of the kids that got to like play video games from like 8 a.m. to noon on a Sunday. I'm like, during that, like I'm learning about Mary and Joseph. (laughs) 
I just love her kids too. I just like I'm just having so much fun with this series. I I really encourage everyone going back and watching the scene with this little girl because she is so funny and like if you need a glimpse into She's what so I was like cute. as a little girl, that was me. <laughs> yeah, that was Tom. Yeah. Um, but I just I just love them. Um, what else happens? We have uh, Jen has her talk with Coach Shaw about everything that's going on with her fight with Mary. I was just like a fucking eye roll. Yeah, but. I, Wait, really? Yeah, she's not telling him everything. Yes, she is. Not really. She's not telling him the fact that she called her grandpa motherfucker and then... Okay, she also didn't say that. We're saying that because Mary says that. What she says is she fucks her grandpa. Which is worse. (laughs) But we can't go running around saying she's a grandpa motherfucker. That means she's fucking fucking her great-grandma. Sure. I just I so, let's just get like I, Mary has ran with Let's the, get this straight. I'm so glad you brought that up. <laughs> Mary's just running with this grandpa MFR line. I'm just using Mary's language no, because I it's know. her life. I'm not it's actually mad journey. at you. I'm just saying I think Jen's being pretty honest about with Coach Shaw about everything. I think barely. <laughs> I was gonna say I would love to FaceTime with Coach Shaw when I'm having a hard day though. Yeah, like if I'm having a hard day at work, if I just like got in a fight with like my boyfriend or the bodega guy, like he's going to talk you out of anything and talk you into anything. He, he's like a motivational speaker. Yeah. Well, he, he is a coach. Right. Like technically like that like is forgetting, his job. But that's his job. Um, wait, yes. I found out my notes. I remember why I loved Mary so much. and I mean, not Mary, Lisa so much in this episode. So we have Henry's birthday party, which is Lisa's son. And there's a, which that child is, is manic. But Lisa is talking about like her and her husband <laughs> getting in a fight and how she threw his Rolex out the window. And then they had to go fight yes. it in the snowbank. That really yes. sent me. I just like, I'm really liking her. I'm just mad at myself because I talked so much shit about her in the beginning. I don't know if we talked shit about her. We just kind of slept on her. No, I, I actively said she will be a friend of next season or gone. <laughs> you did. You said that last episode. Was that last week? Yeah. So much has happened since then. <laughs> Truly. Um, Whitney also takes her dad to a sober house, which I thought was so great that they are showing that. And mm-hmm. um, her dad... They did a, they showed a photo of him. He used to be hot. It's the hair. I know. Like the bones are there still. He just needs to cut that hair. What's that HGTV show? It's like, um, good bones. (laughs) 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 It's about a mother daughter duo that goes into house. Like, I got it. I got, you don't need to explain that every H every HGTV show is essentially the same premise. You don't need to break it down. Same show. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, good bones. He is good bones. I think what we haven't talked about. That's not about his good bones is, um, Meredith and husband, like going through it. It's heartbreaking. And I, can't believe like where like this is like a storyline that you get on like a season three of a franchise like i can't believe that yeah they're like yeah we're gonna film the show and then 
they're just like, yeah, this is going to be a part of our storyline. They're just actively filming their like awful separation on camera. And like, he is so in love with her. Yeah. And like they did that. Remember that we talked about this a couple weeks ago, but when they did that interview where we were talking about how Mary like looked, I mean, I keep saying Mary when Meredith looked at the camera, when they were like, have you guys been sleeping with other people? And she like looked at the camera with her Mm -hmm. like head tilt. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I can't remember who was on, but they were saying like, oh, he's definitely slept around. And I was like, no, I actually think that Meredith has like used separation as an opportunity to like sleep around maybe because they're separated. Or like date or like see what's out there. Yeah. I just, I, it's a really tough thing to watch with people we don't like really know. And not that it would make it easier if we were in season three of their relationship. It's just like pretty crazy that we're on episode six of this whole series or five or whatever. And like, we're watching this go down like heartbreakingly. No, it's really heartbreaking. And he's so he's so handsome. He's so sweet. Granted, I don't know what he's like behind closed doors, but they I do believe they are together now. Yes, I think they are as well. Um, so but well we'll continue to see that go go down on, on, on our screens. One other thing I wanted to talk about that was on Watch What Happens Live was uh we had Meredith and Lisa on Watch What Happens Live. And Meredith was talking more about the scene with Jen and why her kids are uncomfortable. And there's, she keeps alluding that there's like more you don't know. Apparently the daughter found out about the separation right before that. Mm. And so they were looking to like, just have a chill night. And then they like, didn't understand that there was going to be like a Meredith said, like a girl's gone wild night. Like they didn't expect it to be like that, which I hate that term. Um, that's also just not what happened that's not what happened but and then also uh they were saying that jen that was the first time jen had ever met the daughter that's pretty weird they acted as if like like this was like second mom you know what i mean yeah that's what i thought too it's like the way that jen and meredith in the first couple episodes were like friends and stuff you would sorry yeah Get I just off. have to cut all this out. I'm trying. No, no, no. It's okay. It's just, it's just, it's stressful because, like, I have to like find all the timestamps for the cat stuff. It's okay. So yeah, I mean, the way that like we initially came into the show, I I thought that Jin and Meredith were like really close, or like they had been, they've gotten close in the past couple of years. They've known each other. So I think so they kind of I think they cat I think they became friends once they got cast. Cuz I think they might have been Meredith told Jen about her separation. I know, first. I know. I don't know why. Maybe you know when like I feel like everyone makes like a work friend that you're like awkwardly so close with like right off the bat yeah. and then you like actually get to know them and you're like I don't want like and then you're like no I don't want to go to dinner <laughs> do you know what I mean like yes, you're like yes, you're yes. like this is my best work friend and then you like go out with them one time and you're like we won't be doing this again <laughs> <laughs> yes yes I think that there's a little bit of that in this and that like I think that they they knew that they were auditioning for the show because they filmed so much before this and then I think they probably got cast like like maybe in the like beginning of 2019 so I could see them like meeting because of this and then like becoming fast friends and then realizing that they're not com- 
compatible in any way as friends? I don't know. No? It's she threw her like an $85,000 birthday party. For the show. <laughs> like it's it's the show i mean yeah of course yeah but also like fast friends like i've had friends like that where like i was like attached to them for like six months and then it's like no shout out (laughs) (laughs) okay on that note uh, that kind of wraps up uh the episode we don't have any segments to like end on you know no i mean it's something I do think all of these women are great on reality television. Yeah, I wouldn't remove anyone. I wouldn't I, either. You know, here's I would remove all of the women of OC from from our screens. Yeah, like let's cancel OC, but let's keep everything else. Let's cancel OC and then have two different Salt Lake City franchises because I'm sure there's a D list of women that didn't get put on there this show. There is absolutely a D list. Yeah. Of women. <laughs> <laughs> what would it be called? Salt Lake City as well. <laughs> as well it's like da, 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 as well. real houses of salt lake city as well <laughs> yes that's right um well yeah this kind of wraps up our episode uh once again have a happy friday uh you can follow me at the tom hamlet you can follow kicks at kicks hamlet yes c-i-x uh-huh and uh, you can follow dumpster dive at dumpster dive pod on all this is on instagram And then uh, please remember to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere podcasts are heard. Let us know, uh, once again, what shows you want us to cover if we move to like a Patreon page, what shows you want us to deep dive on, and uh, let us know if there's some guests that you would like to have come on the pod. Uh, we're kind of like dwindling down to our, our friend circles about to come to an end. <laughs> and so we only have so many friends right, that we want on here at least. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. They've like literally all been on, but, um, uh, do look forward to, we're having a Hamlet holiday special, uh, in yes. late December. We're having our parents on the podcast. It will be something else. It will be something else. So that's something to look forward to. And once again, next week, (laughs) we are doing a special holiday coverage of uh, 12 Dates of Christmas that is on HBO Max. Binge it all. If not, just listen to us talk about some Christmas things. It's like Christmas and Bachelor had a baby. It's a blast. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have an exciting episode coming out on Sunday with Raven of Bitches Better Podcast. So tune in on Sunday for that. And uh, everyone have a happy Friday and a happy weekend. Yes? Yeah. Okay. Bye, kids. Great. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.